Okay, yeah, turn that down. Greetings, name of the Most High. Yes, uh, we are uh, having to continue on with this, um, you know, I guess what you're looking at is, you know, what we're all facing is this uh, genocide by a few rich people that uh, decide that they don't want us humans around. Or if we are, they want us compliant and to do experiments, but uh, ultimately depopulation over the next 10 years in, in gradual increments, um, you know, which is uh, what I reported on and what has been consistently, you know, for example, there are a lot of dead people in the last couple months and those seem to be hidden from us. In other words, you're, you're not, you're right, you're not, it's not right in your consciousness that they're a whole bunch of dead people down the block somewhere over there, over here, all being covered up. And uh, it's very hard to cope with because when you know that you're targeted uh, for extinction and that's on you, it's kind of hard to go enjoy a movie or go enjoy a, you know, a night out uh, having a you know dinner with friends or, you know, even seeing a ball game, it's hard for me to imagine filling the stadium up. But now I realize they're filling the stadium up with largely vaccinated people who somehow feel that because they got the vaccine, they're going to be exempt from this uh, or they don't need to think about the fact that, you know, or the facts that point to a genocidal uh, program that uh, aligns with uh, Agenda 21, which is <clears throat> you can read online and Agenda 2030, which uh, you can read online. And the Great Reset, which you can read online, and all the other things that um, go along with it. Uh, but as far as the 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 practical thing, the vaccine, I don't predict. You know, make a lot of predictions here, and a lot of them have been uh, have been um, very very accurate, especially about the vaccine. But I'm just predicting what they are predicting. In other words. I'm predicting their agenda 2030. I'm not predicting something from me or God gave me or, you know, I'm just simply saying I think they're going to roll it out and try to and try to hide the deaths as they, you know, selectively go about depopulating the earth as per their agenda uh, 2030. And um, I can already see that infrastructure just has to do with, uh, you know, the Biden thing is just really to give out money to his friends. It's got nothing to do with infrastructure because they don't want, and I gave you the reason for that. They don't want to rebuild schools, bridges, highways because they're not going to need them after 2030. That's not going to be the way they uh, they have transport. In other words, they're going to fly to wherever they want to go or have underground rail or something on that along those lines. They're not wanting highways for public use over flyover country they want to reclaim that rewild that that's all part of their agenda and uh this has been known for a long time it's kind of hard for me to believe that people again the stupidity of people is is really just so off the hook part of it is denial that they don't think anything bad is going to happen to them now that they've complied uh they don't understand their enemy that that we all have an enemy. If you're a, if a living, breathing human being, I mean, whatever religion you are, background, it doesn't even really matter. What matters is you have the life force in you. You want to survive. You know, I want to survive. 
And unfortunately, we can't survive if we have a gun to our head and that, you know, that they're going to pull the trigger and then many will be dead in the next. I mean, that just changes industry, that changes the economy, that changes the stock market uh, to nothing, that changes, you know, everything to, to zero, that their wealth will be confiscated, no one will be allowed to have it, old people are to be euthanized. And so, you know, the, 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 you know, projecting out, that doesn't bode well for any of us in my age group. And uh, it, it, it shows we have a death sentence. And if we have a death sentence on our head, and, you know, the camps are obviously death camps. They're not, they don't want to pay for uh, meals and, you know, keeping people there to re-educate them. Uh, their attitude and their, their way they, they operate is they just want to get rid of people that don't comply. Okay, so let's get some common sense in here. Here is a doctor. Um, um, Professor Christian Perron. Yeah, Christian Perron. Um, and he has some uh, information. I'm going to play a little bit of his, uh, uh, you know, his interview here. And, and then I'm going to just read this summary. So let's see how this goes. Okay, let me try that again. Good good job. Okay. Once again, I think you'll be able to hear this. The vaccinated people uh, uh, are at risk for the new variants and transmitted. It's proven now in different countries. So vaccinated people should be put in quarantine and should be isolated from the society. And unvaccinated people... Uh, are not dangerous. Vaccinated people are dangerous for others. It's proven in Israel now, uh, as I'm in contact with many physicians in Israel, uh, they have a big problems. Uh, now, severe cases in the hospitals are among vaccinated people. And uh, in UK also, you, you had a larger uh, vaccination program, and also there are problems. Okay, and then he goes on from there to to say that um, using Israel as the model, uh, uh, basically based on Israel and the infection rate in Israel and the amount of hospitalizations, which are overwhelming the hospitals, uh, all the people in Israel are vaccinated that are, you know, pretty much, and all the people in the hospitals are vaccinated and they've, and they've uh, been sick. Now, as far as the death rates, I'm not quite sure on the death rates. Um, it seems that uh, <clears throat> the death rates are still very high. You know what I mean? So it, it's not like, well, the death rates aren't as high if you're vaccinated. No, that's not true. Hospitalization rates are higher and death rates are higher than they have been. Um, it's not true to say that if you're vaccinated, you have less chance of going to the hospital. If you look at Israel as the model, if you're vaccinated you have about 50 times more chance to go to the hospital than someone unvaccinated who poses no threat. The unvaccinated, again, pose no threat to anyone out there. <clears throat> Just like if you have the viruses are always circulating, okay? <clears throat> the COVID virus, coronavirus, is a cold virus, and it is uh, animal, uh, you know, born from animal reservoirs. And so that virus is always going to be around because of that animal reservoir. That, that's what the cold virus is. 
Uh, cold and flu, they've never really been able to eradicate it. They say, well, getting a flu shot makes it less. But, you know, uh, I've, I don't take you know, flu shots, and I seem to be doing okay also. So, you see, I've, I've really posed no threat as someone that doesn't get a flu shot. If I don't get a flu shot, do you, you want to come round me up and quarantine me? No, you don't. We don't. We, we, we are fine with each other uh, being you know, vaccinated for flu and unvaccinated. We have no problem with people that get a flu shot and people that don't. Well, there should be no difference with the, the COVID shot because you're dealing with basically the same thing as a cold virus. Um, and, you know, and yes, it has a dangerous component in it because it's genetically engineered to be a bioweapon. And the people most at risk are vaccinated people. And the people most dangerous to the public are vaccinated people. And, yeah, the whole point was to get them to be contagious so they could spread it. That's why they call it a binary weapon. Okay? Now, that's the truth. Whether you can accept it or not, that's your problem. That is the absolute truth. Not, don't take it from me. Go read their papers. Go read about mRNA. You know, it's funny. It seems the people that get vaccinated don't know anything about mRNA. They don't know anything about um, you know, infection rates. They don't know anything about coronaviruses. They don't know anything about the flu, uh, flu bug or the cold bug or flu shots. They don't understand anything about anything to do with science. If you follow science you realize that the human immune system is the very best inoculator against any kind of COVID, um, you know, infection. And all the doctors admit that. They admit that even on CNN. You're much more likely to get sick with a vaccine. So they line up asking no questions, not knowing anything about what they're putting in their body, and they get the jab because they were told to do so or that life would get hard for them by bully Biden, the dictator. Um, incredible, but very ashamed of America. You know, disgusted with the people here, totally. I mean, I just, it's all I can do not to laugh at them when I have to go downtown, you know what I mean? If they weren't so dangerous to others, I would laugh, but it's not funny. It's no laughing matter. You know, sometimes stupidity is funny, but a lot of times it's dangerous. And when it's dangerous, it's not funny. These people are a danger to everybody. They don't even know it. And they go around with their noses up in the air, proudly virtue signaling that they got the shot, not realizing that they're now a danger to themselves, their families, and others. Incredible. How does that happen? It happens with people that blindly trust their government, that blindly trust now their dictators or their communist system that has infiltrated here, that has taken over. And now they're turning America into Venezuela, a hellhole like California. Newsom turned it into a hellhole. And then on a recall, they couldn't even recall the guy. And now they're going to go all the way to squalor. You watch. San Diego, L.A., and San Francisco, uh, all going to be um, the the ultimate in squalor and degradation, trash, disease, uh, you know, feces in the street, the whole thing, endless tent cities, uh, 
And it'll look very much like the movie um, Elysium with Matt Damon. I, I would urge you to see that because that's the squalor they want for these cities because they really want to depopulate them and bulldoze them and have alternative. They're already, they're already, you know, see everything I'm saying here, I'm, I'm a little bit behind. They're already making the compact cities. Oh, you don't see it, but they've already done so in China. Did you know that China had all kinds of cities that are not used? Did you know that? They have one with an Eiffel Tower. Looks like from, did you know that? Well, they're doing that here. Apparently, they're going ahead with the plans to build these new cities. Um, who's the first one? Walmart, right? Walmart is the first one to build. They're building a uh, a new city. And uh, the, don't think that's going to be all luxurious for you. That's going to be, here's your compartment. Here's your little locker room that you stay there in your isolation. And your phone, being there will be a smart city, your phone will dictate when you can go out, when you can exercise, when you can eat, to further domesticate you into a complete, total, good-for-nothing slave. Total piece of crap. And these people, they seem to want to be pieces of crap. Now, let me explain some more things that just really will get you mad. Um, Number one, the elites don't take the vaccines. Congress is exempt from getting the vaccines. Uh, Celebrities don't get the vaccines, most of them, because they're commodities. And, you know, because they need to be healthy to to, to, to make money from. Um, and this is, you know, leaders around the world, uh, globally don't take vaccines. Uh, the heads of, of the, um, uh, drug companies don't take vaccines. None of the people that plan to be here in the future take vaccines. Only the diet, the death, those marked for death get the vaccine. And if you've taken it and you can't listen to it, you know, I, uh, one thing I know, I got some friends that took it, and they vowed not to take any more, like no jabs, and not going to cooperate now. And they're taking all kinds of supplements and doing things for themselves because, you know, there, there, there is, you know, always a way out. People are saying, you know, if you get the vaccine, you're not in danger, um, and all that in the future. Well, we don't know that yet. They never tested this on humans. They tested it on animals, and the animals died in what would be equivalent to human years, about three and a half years. It would be about three to four years out. So in three or four years, you'll be able to tell if these humans are going to be okay or not. I tend to think that if you can really take care of yourself and really repent, and you really just take this seriously... You can do things that will will help your immune system. Some scientists say the immune system shot, that's it, you're going to die. You're going to catch a cold or this or that, and then that'll be in. I'm not that pessimistic. I I think you can do things for yourself. There's regenerative medicine. There's things like Regeneron. uh, But there's also regenerative medicine, you know, like all kinds of um, becoming more and more popular, the IV drips of... uh, various things like vitamin C and and, um, other things. I'm very excited about that. I think that's going to be a 
I think that's a game changer, stem cell therapy. There's a lot of things coming along that are just amazing. If we can get by this this terrible block of these awful Satanists is what they are, and they just want to take humanity with them. They want to, well, the bargain that they made, you know, with whoever they made it with is to kill off humanity and then get the keys to eternal life. But really, that's just like living life as a robot, meaning your soul won't be with you. Robots don't have souls. Um, the hybrids have no souls. Yeah, that's one of the problems. That's why it was, you know, astonishing to see Keanu Reeves uh, producing this, uh, you know, replicas movie, where he's saying basically that the uh, hi- that the uh, the clones have souls. No, they're dead, and what's regenerated there may look kind of like and, and act like the person, maybe even have memories similar, but they're not the same. Oh, you can get to like them, but they're not the same. That soul upon death, when that when that being dies, that soul goes. They say, "Well, we regenerated that person from you know cells, so the soul should be in the cells." And I I wouldn't you know now we're getting into something that can't be proven. I wouldn't. How about another one? I wouldn't be so sure. Anyway, folks, the bottom line is this. I don't know how we got into this situation, but it's been coming a long time, and they used the Trump administration to trigger it. But it's still been on the books as Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, using a, uh, you know, using a virus, using a medical emergency to lock down, domesticate, and, you know, and get the public. The, the main thing was to get them compliant and jabbed. And um, once they're jabbed to have endless booster shots, which will finish off many people, you know, be a good way for, they say, well, old people need to get a jab more. That's the news media saying that. Old people need their immune systems, whatever they have. Uh, old people may not... Um, have as much of an adverse reaction just because, you know, the younger people have a lot to lose, which is the immune system, and that will change a person, you know, to 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 a, from strong to weak. The immune system is what makes us strong. So without the immune system, you don't have you know you don't have that relative strength that you can stave off things. You would be susceptible to any old disease that comes along, including cancer. And um, there's cancer, apparently cancer material, cancer cells, whatever, in this, uh, in these jabs. And so that would make you susceptible, you know, like, like there are people that are reporting now, they took the jab and their cancer flared back up. This is being reported widely. Um, okay, so what I would say is, have you heard the term ivermectin? has anti-cancer properties. See, it's my view that most of our immune systems are shot anyway from all the GMO and all the crap they've been feeding us. Bill Gates is actually a demon. I mean, you know, we may have a human skin on, but I mean, these people are, you know, these people are actually enjoy killing and they get off on it sexually. I mean, let's let's admit it. They, uh, 
You know, they don't just take a child and, you know, rape the child and sodomize the child and force the child to do things the child would never even imagine. But then they enjoy dismembering the child, eating the child, drinking the blood, drinking the blood of other children in front of the other, you know, to traumatize the others. There's no end to the sadism. Why? Well, in the case of Bill Gates, probably because he was picked on as a kid. Who knows what the motivations are for people to become, you know, absolutely cruel and anti-human. But it's, it's also a spirit that they get from being, you know, anti-God and anti-human. And then that grows over time to where, you know how like when people go down the road of porno, they try one thing, then they get into BSDM, and then they're into weird fetishes. And then it's like, it has nothing to do with sex anymore, it, right? It just has to do with bondage and torture. Well, same thing. They can progress to the point where they just have a, a taste for you know, destruction, even, you know, another thing that I realized not talked about much because it's so ugly, but cannibalism is a, um, as far as Satanists go, cannibalism is a, it's a real thing. And you've seen, you know, the, the, the witch queen here, Marina Bravamich, uh, consort of uh, the real consort of, uh, Bill Gates and how she has had a human effigy, like in a coffin, but it would be like a piece of cake, but look exactly human. Well, what they're doing is emulating the the actual ritual is a real human. And I've heard about this where they're, they're you know, roasted to, like a pig, roasted to perfection, but you can still see the pig on the spit. Still looks like a pig. They they, they just put it on the spit with the you know, ears, head, eyes, the whole bit. And they put, a, they put things in the eyes. They put, a, a you know, an apple or a, an orange or something in the mouth. Right, and they roast it, and then people take slices out of the right. And I've heard, of course, that the same thing with humans in an elaborate ritual. I can imagine them, you know, having a buffet with like a, a, a human there, like a little apple pie, this and that, some chicken wings, and then this, you know, taking slices out of the you know, they, they prefer human thighs, and the fatter the thighs, the better, you know, just. I, you know, it, it gets, I, well, I, uh, the only reason I'm researching, I had researched, you know, cannibalism because it's something that people don't talk about, but apparently elites are into. And um, eating human flesh is a big part of uh, not just rituals, but then it becomes a part of, of their lives. So there's not just a Jeffrey Dahmer out there running around like a lone wolf. There are whole groups of people. And they can't wait to see humanity killed. And they can't wait to take the bionic, uh, high-technology stuff that turns people into robot into, you know. That's basically what the singularity is, turning, you know, people from biological to digital. But then still being conscious, still having a soul. Not going to happen. That's why I always say they don't get a new world. They don't want a new world order, by the way. They don't really want a global government. That's what the underlings want. They just as soon kick humanity off the cliff and move on. So with all these horrors, and, you know, people make these horror movies about stuff like this. I mean, they have no idea. All this stuff is real. Everything they make horror movies about is real. The, the people that make the movies don't, don't realize that. They really don't. They're all like, oh, isn't this fun, Halloween? And they don't even get it. Like, you know, characters like the Freddy Krueger character and Jason and all that, those are based on real-life real, um, real life, uh, you know, stories. 
And then there's the occultic dimension they don't mention, which is the dimension of, of um, where you go when you dream and the dimension of death and the other side. And, you know, there, there are, you know, sentient beings on that other side watching us, you know, um, inserting themselves into our lives, guiding our politicians into bad decisions, guiding us. Right? What do they want to do? Well, they want you to degrade yourself. Whatever your weakness is, porno, booze, criminality, drugs, whatever it is to indulge yourself, to go further down that pathway to death is what the demonic world wants. The satanic world is saying, hey, listen, come with us and you get a free ride. Have you heard that, like the song, the free ride? You get it. There is no such thing as a free ride or a free lunch, folks. You know that. Anyone with any common sense knows that, right? No, in this case, there's a lot of, you know, rock and roll that's, you know, frankly made for idiots. (laughs) You know. Yeah, let's party down. You feel like partying, guys? I was just thinking about, I had a dream about, um, you know, it's a dream about uh, people that were, you know, like, dressing tough and I guess this conversation's been going on and they they have the chains and they got the you know the the tats all over their body now very popular to tat your whole face and and your shave your head and tat that shaved head so they're becoming more and more like kind of like MS-13 because I guess that's that's considered really badass so so they're doing this you know musicians and I wish you guys could see what candy asses most of these people are how they're coddled, they're babies, they're like they're like um, famous actors, so they want their little thing, they want their salad brought to them when they're having their makeup done, you know what I mean? They order people around and, and are cruel to them. Y- you, know the, you know the drill, right? You know what I'm saying. Well, they're, you know, the rock stars are no different. They're just, just like that, you know, and and then people see that side of them and they don't talk about it to the press, you know, they don't, you know, the guy throwing a, a hissy fit on the stage, he's not getting the sound he wants, and the monitor's not right, and they walk off. You know, that that kind of baby stuff. Most people don't realize these people that are just basically clown world, okay, you know, and, and not, no one's saying they don't have talent. They do, but, I mean, it's basically managed talent. They don't murder anyone. They're not tough. They don't get in bar fights and punch the other guy out. They don't, you know, whip out a, you know, you know, fight against a, a knife blade and have their own knife blade to counter with. That, you know, if there's something going on, a fight, anything, gunshots, they're the first one down into the limo and screaming at the guy to get them the hell out of there. You know what I mean? Even if they look like Slash or they look like, you know, Alice Cooper or they look like, you know, the Viper Room or they look like, you know, whatever they, you, you know, the look, right? how it's evolved, look like kind of like almost like what Hell's Angels were evolving into now they've taken over. That doesn't mean they're tough like the Hell's Angel. Hell's Angel is almost like people in prison carrying on the prison culture in the motorcycle gang, you know what I mean? That they're kind of, um, you know, there's the, the, it's like the same pecking order. I'm not saying anything, you know, negative about prisoners. Prisoners, uh, in fact, some of my best friends are prisoners. <laughs> 
Uh, and I've been a prisoner. So, you know, I understand. You know, I've been uh, at the wrong end of getting beaten up and a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, you've sort of, you know, that that's a different thing. You know, it's it's like, uh, you you know, you can't be a coward. I guess what, what, what prison rules are kind of like is like this. You may be not able to kill the other guy or to be the toughest guy in the block, but you can't be a coward. You know, you got to show something, you know. And uh, how I got my nose broken. Got to show something because, you know, the enemy, it's like whenever you comply, like in a prison situation, and or, you know, in any, any kind of, captivity situation they come to take more advantage that's a good way to get yourself raped and killed you know by giving in that's if you give in they're going to lock you your ass down in australia you guys in oz now you're getting you're starting to get an idea of uh you know what they can do what they're capable of these are communists you know that took your country over and took over all the countries all kind of at once and um they're known for, for mass death. They're known for, for taking glee at killing people. In Australia, your people that are in charge of you don't give a shit about you or your children or any of you, not at all. They would just as soon see you dead. If you could all die today in Australia, they'd be happy because they wouldn't have the burden of trying to control you. That's just the way they think. These are people that... Um, you know, would be the worst people to lead, would be the worst people to, like like in the United States, the worst people that should be in government right now are in government, making decisions basically that are based on hurting people, hurting the economy, hurting the whole immigration thing, which is a complete disaster, hurting the troops, hurting the military, hurting the reputation of America. Anything they can do to destroy is what the Congress, the President, uh, the Senate, that's all they do is all day long destroy. California will end up looking like one big ghetto before Newsom is done. And they may even reelect him. That's why I say I'm ashamed of this country. You know, I'm ashamed of the people here because then they had a big thing yesterday about January 6th. You know, they were trying to have some kind of a, you know, people didn't show up for it because they thought it was a setup, but some did. And it turns out that all the guys there that showed up, most of them, were federal agents. You know, they were going to try to start something. And it didn't work. Nothing happened, thank God. My advice to people is stay away from things like that. Um, but, you know, they're trying to find a pretext to basically kill, execute, whatever, you know, for trees or whatever, you know, the January 6th, or any kind of person that's patriotic, in the end, it'll be anyone that's caught with an American flag will be guilty of treason. You know, if you don't like what happened in Afghanistan, you're guilty of treason. If you're saying, fuck Joe Biden at the, at the, at the sporting event, which now has been happening every weekend, you're guilty of treason. They got your picture. They're going to come knock on your door. You don't really understand what's happened to you, but soon you will. These people, they're going to show you that iron fist, and they're going to show you, you stay down, you shut up, you sit in your house, or we'll kill you. But before you do that, one of the reasons they're going to take a long time to kill people 
is because they have to degrade people, make them weak, make them unable to, you know, be completely dependent. But then at the same time, they must steal all the private property and all anything that people have, gold, silver, you know, all the goodies. And then they must, um, you know, must kill them massively, you know, once they get their hands on the loot, on the booty. Okay, so that's kind of why it's, you know, they're taking a 10-year period to kind of get it done. And so when you see AOC and uh, Beto O'Rourke, these people talking about we only have 10 years to live, the intel they have is, yeah, that's true, not because of global warming or global this or weather, or, you know, I mean, the weather, they control the weather so they can make it look really bad or whatever, but not climate change is what I mean, but it's it's because they have a death schedule. And... um they're trying to tell you, I guess, if you comply right now, let us have our way with you. We'll let you live past uh, 2030. No. That, that, I think everybody understands. And we're just going off their own papers now. 2030 is pretty, pretty much it. And then what they want is something kind of like, in the, as we go beyond that, and that looks kind of like the Georgia Guidestones. Now, they may not get that much killing done in that period of time, but I mean... You can see with the pandemic that they're using the vaccinated to spread the disease. The vaccinated are so fucking stupid that, I mean, it's, it's hard to believe, you know, that, but, but it's not that hard to understand that, say, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a very low IQ. I mean, I think most people could agree with that. Even if he hasn't taken the jab the way he's promoted, come with me if you want to live, you know, it's, yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's all funny, but those are all screenplay writers, you know, screenwriters that write that stuff for him that makes him sound intelligent. He's not an intelligent person. He is basically a mid-level Nazi that does what every Nazi does. He does what he's told. He follows orders. He's a, he's a sad case. And, you know, to, 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 to uh, worship celebrities makes people dumber than dumb. You know, you don't worship a celebrity. That's like the golden calf. You worship the creator because God is. But, you know, meaning worthy of worship, but nothing else is. Only a fool would think that. When I run into people that think that, it's not long after that, we never talk again. Because there's really, you know, they have the nerve to get mad at me. When I've told them the truth. You know, their problem is they, they can't seem to handle the truth that it's not about them. It's not about their crybaby bullshit. You know? Um, now, God bless them. I don't hate them. You know what I mean? I just, I, I, just, I know that I, I don't like watching, watching them die and never know. Here's one of the most painful things for me. Having people die and not knowing themselves not knowing why they were born. Why did they live? They spent so much time pursuing meaningless crap that they ran out of steam and died, never having found the answer. Now, I remember I was looking for the answer, and I was probably pretty stupid, pretty foolish, you know, because, I mean, I was... Wanted to be in, you know, a, a band and, and, you know, wanting to 
actually, by the time I was doing films, I didn't even know what I wanted. I was just doing it because I had a talent in that area. <laughs> I had no ambition. Just like I don't have any ambition now. I, I, I don't have, I mean, I, I want everything to go well. I want people to do well. I want people to be happy. I mean, but, you know, I'm, I don't think there's any endeavor like the Zephyr Report. I have no ambition with the Zephyr Report. I show up and do it. I'm not that diligent putting the links around and getting people involved. And I don't advertise. I don't, you know, I don't take donations. I don't, um, I'm sincerely trying to help. You know, I want to do what God wants me to do. I'm sorry if I sound kind of street at times, a little bit gritty with the, with the language. I am a linguophile. I, I have, you know, studied language. I I'm I like language. I don't like having F-bombs every two seconds. And uh, But I'm doing it. Now, let's see if the rest of the show today. Let's see if the rest of the time today I can cool it. Can we do that? Start over? There's no need for me to say the F word or... I mean, I wrote a whole book without saying any any kind of slight, but but it doesn't look like that when I wrote Lamb. Lamb looks like, I mean, it's a perfect Christian novel, you know what I mean? But it's it's too gritty for Christians. Christians can't handle it. Lamb actually predicts a, you know, a plane being flown into a bunch of government officials. Of course, not, not the Twin Towers, but it's kind of prophetic in that way. Uh, you know, uh, shows the elites in all their glory with all their parties. Now, the elites don't wear masks, and the elites don't take jabs. And you saw Martha's Vineyard, Obama, all those people, Oprah Winfrey, you know, the, the whole gamut. And what they do, they spend most of their time laughing at us and looking forward to killing us. And then, of course, they're, you know, a, a lot, you know, the, the whole system is run by pedophiles and run by, you know, I'd like to say it this way. Because I hate to focus on just pedophilia since it's a symptom of the whole thing. I'd like to say that um, how can I put it? Because they're equally murderers. They're equally pedophiles. They're equally, you know, blood drinker, you know, vampires. Real ones. They're equally all those things, but the public wouldn't ever think that. Like I said, most of the guys that I know in horror, okay, and I don't know what that means, most of, most of them are liberals, number one, and so they get mad at me, you know, for, for well, I, no, it's not that I'm a conservative. It's that I am, um, you know, sold out to Christ. That's the real issue. But most of them are kind of like liberal in terms of, you know, politics and, and uh, you know, they're just kind of like whatever the culture is, they're, they're with the culture. They don't believe, you know, and you, you could say, well, they're on Satan's side. Yeah, but they wouldn't know that. At, at best, most of them are atheists. And, you know, they're good people. I'm not saying they're bad people. They're, 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 they're very dedicated to the horror world, but... What they don't, like if you go to a Comic-Con where it's all the, the horror guys are there, the makeup artists and all the people that, that make it happen. If you go to any one of those things, you'll see none of those people believe any of this is real. <clears throat> okay? None of them know anything about Julian West. 
you know, or in MK Ultra, you know, if they do know about it, they know about it in a in a fictional, fantasized way. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like they say, well, there's invaders from Mars, and you know, we see pictures of aliens, and they'll have like invaders from Mars, you know, aliens, right? But the people involved don't really think there's a, they don't have any proof of it. They're they're not sure about it. Uh, they certainly don't think you know elites drink blood and do all those things. They don't think that. Uh, there's a vast human trafficking network where millions of kids are taken every year and killed, you know, trafficked and then eventually killed. They don't, they don't believe that's real. And they don't, you know, and, and for that to be real, as Govinda's mother said, you have to have demand, you know, people that want uh, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? So, so basically, they don't believe there's that demand out there. You know, there wouldn't be an industry if there wasn't demand, if there weren't lots and lots of people protected, by the way, a protected class that can prey upon the children. I mean, think about this. A million kids a year into brothels. Can you imagine that? Now, imagine that only 1% of those ever return home or to any kind of life. So what happens to them? Well, somebody kills them somewhere. How else can you explain it? Now, these are not my stats. This comes from the U.S. State Department. In fact, several years ago, it was, it was like you know 800,000 a year. It's grown since those times. You know, that was years ago. So, it, so my point is... Um, A lot of people wonder, they say, why is, why is there abortion? Well, the Satanists came out and told you, we have to have abortion. It's, our, it's a sacramental right. Bingo. Been saying that to you guys for since 2002, since the Zeph report began. War and abortion are both sacramental rights to the Satanists running things. They figure the public will never know that the abortions are being used as a sacrament. So they'll never know that, that they're human sacrifice. And you can show them an ultrasound of a baby in the womb, moving around, sucking his thumb, doing whatever, you know, being a baby with the ultrasound. And they'll say, abort that thing. It's a virus. That, that, that doesn't just show, look, folks, that, that, that is not obstinance. That is just dumb, stupid, idiotic people. And then they march for women's rights. You know what I mean? They don't acknowledge that what you can see on an ultrasound right in front of your face is real. And um, there's a reason for that. It's because they need the sacrament. They need the murder. They need the death. That Without the death, they can't, you know, let me explain from the beginning. You in Christ, you know, the Lord, it's all about the Lord. It's all about Jesus. You have power from, direct from the source of power through Jesus Christ. You know, and you have been exonerated and, and paid for by, by the most precious thing that has ever been in existence in the history of all uh, existence, and that is the blood of Jesus Christ. All right.
And that blood, any of it, appropriated to any situation, trumps whatever anyone else has in terms of power, uh, value, money, uh, electricity, whatever you want to call it. It becomes a doorway or a portal into the actual source of all things. Now, the other side, you know, however they got there, I just hated God, I guess. They um, basically have no source. They, they can take drugs like ayahuasca, and, you know, DMT, and all these drugs that uh, get you. You know, it's presumably close to a source or gets you close to like angels or demons or something closer, you know, like, like getting a glimpse of maybe a second heaven, maybe. But still, that's not power source. They can take those drugs and get a glimpse. You take LSD and get a glimpse. You could take certain psychedelics and have a feeling of oneness with all things. But you can't take that with you. That's not a 24-7 thing. If we would stop and acknowledge for a minute what we really have here and what this is really all about, we would feel empowered all day long. There would never feel a time where we feel, well, Lord, please <clears throat> be with me during this thing or be with me during that thing. You know? And my microphone... Uh, Came off the. Um... Hi, <laughs> my microphone. It came. What do I do? Well, it it uh, literally was on a. Uh... You talking to us, Lord? I'm gonna have to hold the microphone from now on, Trish. It, it fell off the thing. You want me to put it back? I don't know if you can. Is it? Is it just a? Is that all it is? Yeah. Okay, so. Weird. If you can't do it, I can hold it. It's heavy mic, though. It's really heavy. Very well-made mic. By Frankie's Corporation. Frankie made the mic. Oh, weird. It's it's okay. It's not going to go up there. Did I break it? I don't think so. I think it just isn't in the screw groove completely right. No, no, you have to put it. No, Zeth. Okay. In. This is a sure SM7B, folks. You see these now everywhere. Joe Rogan has them. Uh, you know, every podcaster has graduated from the. Election. Maybe Eli unscrewed it. I'll just hold. It. But so what I was going to say is that, no, I got it. I got it. Is it most? You see how clear that sounds and how. You know, very, you really hear my voice the way it's intended to be heard. Just like if you were here sitting here, you'd hear a similar voice. Uh, so they've gotten off their EV electro voice mics now for broadcasting. I think Rush Limbaugh set the thing there, the bar there. He had a golden e, uh, mic. But these SM7Bs, uh, you know, are very affordable. I think they're like $350 or something. And, you know, they are the ultimate. And the reason why is because they don't overmodulate. 
and because they're so warm. The SM series of mics from Shure is a very warm mic, right? You can hear how warm this is. And if you put the extra pop filter on it, just as a hint, you can actually get an even clearer voice that way. You know, that, that that's not just a windscreen. That helps to keep out some, you know, artifacts you may not want there that might overmodulate. That way you kind of guarantee, like, as I get closer to it right here, see, it's not going to overmodulate, see? So, and that's just more protection, you know, to, to have. But a anyway, um, I have, uh, I believe I have three of these. Two are being used here. And I have one more for, for vocals. Yeah, I switched out from a condenser mic to these. Yeah, the condensers just picked up too much stuff. You really need to be in an isolated booth. With these, you could go ahead and you could, you could sing from anywhere. Ozzy Osbourne uses one of these. So anyway, you know, not to make people mad. It's not my intention to make people mad at me. I'm just a messenger. That's all I am as a messenger. And since 2002... The, you know, the reason I'm telling the truth, because I hit bottom and I was being targeted. And, you know, and, and finally, when when I had that moment, that God moment, you know, where we both accepted Christ and had my baptism of fire and became very prophetic and just all kinds of things happened. About that time is when, you know, I accepted, you know, the, the, the idea that they were all Satanists, you know, I'd I'd gone back into denial and to, you know, several times, including, you know, uh, all the way up to that point. And then when I accepted Christ, it's like all the Satanists, the people that identify as Satanists, came out of the woodwork and the gang stalking had started. And like, they'd, you'd be one place in town, then another, and they'd be waiting for you. And, you know, that kind of thing, right? And, and what I want to tell you guys is they're all part of the satanic network. In fact, I knew some of the people that running running the program. The program runs on witchcraft, and you know, house invasion, putting cameras up, moving your stuff around, uh, you know, having you know, you know, you know, supernatural stuff could can occur as well. And uh, but mainly following, targeting, you know, saying things about you and public, uh, you know, uh, trying to condemn you, laughing at you. Uh, any work you produce to destroy that, any anything that's going to, you know, part of light gang stalking is like anything that's, if you're trying to, you know, be on the mend and have a decent life and all that, you know, trying to denigrate you, trying to, you know, persecute you in some way. But again, your answer is going to be in the Bible. Always turn to God's word because in the Sermon on the Mount right there, and I think Matthew chapter five, it states very clearly that rejoice when they when they persecute you and they say vile rumors against you and they say they bear false witness that rejoice because that's the kind of persecution i.e. gang stalking that of course the apostles went through Jesus the prophets you know before you and they you know so it doesn't really matter what you do if you create a work everyone will laugh at it just remember the persecution when Jesus was being mocked for being king of the Jews. Remember that? How awful that was? Well, how can you forget, right? Especially after Mel Gibson did, did that movie. But I mean, 
you know, just that terrible persecution and laughter and mocking. And the reason there's so much mocking and gang stalking, <laughs> laughing at you try to do something, um, you know, you try to to do a, uh, you know, anything you could do, they try to, you know, get you that way. They'll go to your Wikipedia. They'll do this. They'll go that. They'll, they'll try to, uh, you know, basically ruin you in any way they can, you know, especially if you, you know, if you're anyone who's a known figure or whatever else. Um, they will try to, uh, you know, you mock you, you know, deride you and prove that basically everything that you've ever done or said is is false and bad. And so don't listen to this person. In other words, make you invisible. You know, ruin any endeavor. Like if you're a book writer, you know, say awful things. You know, never having read the book, let's say, never having seen the movie, just saying things because it's all part of the program. Now, what what triggers them to be in the program? Oh, they it's just it's all automatic in the in the in the high mind. The mind the minds are all linked, so there's instant communication everywhere on the planet. So that's how they're waiting for you because they know in their mind and their thoughts they get they get okay here he comes here's the guy. Okay, make sure that uh, you know we gaslight him. You know you're the same person. You say something. Then you see him again and say something, you know, just basically harass this person. What's the harassment for? The harassment is because you took Christ and you didn't join them. Now, you could just not have Jesus and not join them, and then they will follow you too. They'll, they'll come after you, figuring they can get you to commit suicide, which is a big delicacy. They love that. If they can get you to commit suicide, that's one of their favorite things. They're very cruel people. They're cruel. They they have their children, you know, raped when they're three. You know what I mean? And, you know, hate to say it, but it's all part of breaking them in to get them into society. Society is evil, right? You know that. So anyway, it's a, a um, it's not a good situation. And then I think when you. You know, because like I said, I've been in, like I said, in denial to where I would, you know, then finally it got to where I couldn't avoid it. I, I went on, a, you know, a drug bender, drug and vodka bender for like, you know, about like a year or something, you know, after the, the film that I was still writing. I was trying to, you know, I hadn't really met the Lord yet. There was like a year, maybe a year and a half of real hell. And then finally, I just gave my life over to Jesus. I, I, I just, I was going to die, you know. It was my last breath. I, I was stubborn. I held out all that time. I went back and, like I said, I just believed all my friends were cool. We'd have little parties and everything was fine until I started believing that there were Satanists again and that something did happen that prompted me to write the, you know, screenplay of society. That things that you know. I, it's hard for me to explain myself other than to say that uh, my programmers were very, very good at making me not think there's anything like that going on. And every time I did think something like that, then I'd become self-destructive, like I went into self-destruct programming. So, and then if I really got real and literal with it, actually how bad it really is you know then there's a kind of a weird respect that comes you know that oh you figured it out 
And then the next thing that happens is that, I, yeah, and I feel sorry for you guys. You're stuck there because, you know, you're basically, you know, you know, on this dark side where they do all kinds of nefarious, horrible things to humans. And you're part and parcel like accomplices in all of that, th- those horrible deeds and those horrible murders and, and thefts and, and, and killing babies and children and just horrible things. A real nightmare. And then you realize they would love to get out of there. I mean, I, listen, I prayed with people that uh, were hooked up in the church system. They said they couldn't pray with me because they're, the elders are listening. They can hear it. They can hear it. And I said, how could they hear you if you pray with me over here? He goes, they just can. And then, of course, there's your answer to the gangs talking. They have perfect mind link all over the world. That's really what the all-seeing eye is all about. How could they have perfect mind link if they don't have AI in? They do have AI in. They've always had AI. <laughs> you know? It may not be some mechanical thing that you see or nano, nano-driven or whatever, but they have it. And like I say, people wouldn't pray. They, they were scared of retribution if they prayed. Now you can say, well, maybe they're just intimidated. They're, they don't really think that the uh, they're, 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 it's not their elders, they're bosses. Because the whole thing is a hierarchy of you have slaves and masters, slaves and masters, all the way up and down the line, you know, with different ranks. The Satanists love to rank each other. They love to each other, you know, have like sergeants and lieutenants and, you know, different people that do different things. And when they get activated, they're all linked together. So when they come at you... <clears throat> with gaslighting like that, they can be from anywhere. They can be just some disconnected people in the Walmart parking lot, and all of a sudden they become this one unit coming at you. Yeah. Without the mind link, they couldn't do that. Well, again, most people that, like I say, are in the horror world, they're not really the you know out there stalking people. They're not really part of that. They don't think it's real, okay? People that come up with the most horrible monsters and, you know, scenes of cannibalism and all kinds of things, they don't really think it's real. I just saw a horror film where there's like this demonic entity running around in some area of Panama. And, you know, basically it, it, it stalks humans and eats their flesh. And there it is eating, you know, flesh, of the, you know, just, you know, d- demonic entity. And it's a protected species, of course. And um, you know, and you know, it was no, it's you know, obviously the cannibalism was a part of it. We, we don't include that, but cannibalism is a big part. And some people say it's because these demonic entities that they come through, they eat humans literally, and so they they teach the humans to eat humans too. Sort of a monkey see, monkey do thing. Um, but like I say, I've never met any horror people that actually, you know, some may be concealing their identity. I mean, they, I'm not saying they're naive about the way the world works. Everyone, I guess in the world knows there's a, there's kind of a satanic hierarchy entity, but they don't really believe in a, in a Satan no more than they believe in a God, but they obey that hierarchy. I mean, they know that much because that's just basically 
how people could live and not get in trouble, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, how, how people can, you know, you know, somehow think they can make a living. But then they'll go out and try to make a living, try to make it big. It's like, if you know all this about the world, you should not try to do anything. Because even if you, quote, made it, it would be fake. So why bother? And the reason they bother is because they don't think it's fake, because they are in denial, because they believe that they're going to get somewhere, like they're heroes. I guess in the horror world, that'd be like, become like Stan Winston or something, or become one of these effects people, or, or be an actor, or be, you know, whatever it is in entertainment. What they don't understand is that, you know, that's all rigged as well, especially who gets chosen to do what. I mean, it's, it's, uh, and if it isn't that way, if it's not in the system, they send people out to destroy your works and whatever it is you've tried to do, they, you know, it's up to God then to defend you or not, you know, that, you know, they, they, they do back each other up. Even on, I remember Amazon produced this movie called The Tomorrow War, a horrible, you know, cliched, you know, I mean, I don't even think horror people would have liked it about a species that's an ugly alien species that feeds on humans and if they don't go into the future to, 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 to kill these aliens, they're all going to be eaten and there'll be no more humans left. I know, dumb concept and, 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 you know, dumb every which way. They had that, Amazon had that through their, you know, their millions they spent in advertising. They had that at the number one movie. And, you know, whenever you'd see anybody going against it on, on anywhere, trying to make bad reviews, they'd have a hundred people suddenly show up and make good reviews. They would have, they just kept that thing at number one despite the public not liking it. And they kept it there until they finally had another toy to play with. And then they, you know, and they got their pound of flesh. They got their money out of it. And uh, it was all done through advertising, through mind control. You know, I don't think anyone thought the creatures were worth a damn. And, you know, it wasn't anything like Alien, you know what I mean, which was would be the benchmark. And uh, it was just... Um, you know, it was, it was. I said, "How can it still be number one?" I, you know, and literally, you look at it on the meter. There's like a little meter on IMDb where it's still at. You know, and it was literally sitting at number one for months. And I knew the public wasn't liking it, really. And you know, I, I, I was, you know, so. But you see, it can work the other way too. In other words, like you feel targeted those of you who are targeted and you, you, you know, it's relentless, right? It's horrible. And the people are horrible. And um, there's all kinds of all games too, like infiltration, becoming your best friend, becoming your wife or your husband. How many of you have been through that one? Well, you've, I hope you were spared, but if you have been through it, it was hell, right? And and then their friends are not really your friends. And then yeah, <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm, I'm I'm laughing because I can relate to what you're saying. So you know, and then and then you get to not doing anything. You had a book to write. You didn't write it because you knew they would come after you and ruin it. So you ended up doing nothing, right? Because it's futile, because I'll wreck it anyway. And then 
you know, on the other side, when you're playing ball with them, then you do something and it goes up to number one. You know what I mean? It becomes you know popular, whatever it is. And so it can work both ways. But also you have to realize if God gives you, there's nothing wrong with a, with a man of God, a woman of God, pursuing something that God gives them unction to do. Whether it's, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm reading right now, uh, for example, um, Janet Phelan's uh, uh, book, Exile, and then she has a new one. And she'll eventually, when I get these read, uh, she'll be able to come on and talk about how she got exiled from the United States. And uh, this brilliant writer, I mean, super brilliant, you know what I mean? Above, above, I'd say, the pay grade of like bestsellers, you know, a true intelligentsia kind of, you know. She also has a book called The Hitler Poem. Her first book was called The Hitler Poems, about, you know, poems, well, just like it says, The Hitler Poems. And uh, she had done a review on um, uh, Girl Next and society and, 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 and all that, you know, tried to compare the two and critique the two and, you know, she wrote a, you know, a good review on it that was incisive, that had facts and, and explained why it was a good film, you know, versus, you know, you, you know uh, other people that can't figure it out, you know, and, and all that. And she analyzed it as, as being, you know, a work that probably... Has got uh, got a lot to say about, you know, MK Ultra programming. You know what this life is, whether it's real or not. You know, looks into a few questions, which I know drives people nuts. Well, they don't have to always do that. I'm just saying, you know, that the you know, oh, there's my, <laughs> I can't, I can't really get it right now, Trish. Uh, that, that's a, such an irritating. Uh, uh, that is such an irritating ring that I, I, I keep, I don't know why I keep it anyway, but back to the, back to the, the way, the way things happen. Uh, uh, okay. Well, anyway, so what we're talking about is how the world works and that most people that figure out enough of how it works know how to play ball with a hidden hierarchy. They, they, they do it for a couple of reasons. One, because in high school they were gaslit because their friends committed suicide, which were really murders, not suicides. They don't want to wind up like their friends, so they go along but they don't think it's cannibalism. They don't think it's a pedophile network. They don't think that far. They just know how to keep their, their nose clean, okay? So that's, that's kind of it for, for the bulk of people. And that's why I believe that God has given them over to strong delusion, which I believe is stupidity. Nobody starts off stupid, you know what I mean? But you could you could atrophy, you could become that way as a curse of the Lord. Like because you decide to believe a lie, you know, God will give you over to strong delusion, which can include stupidity. Which would be you know, when I say stupidity, I mean, for example, not researching, not being able to articulate about the mRNA virus uh, uh, uh treatment. 
This seems to be a fundamental duty of everyone who's a parent and kids too. It's all right there to read about. And even though they read about it, they go ahead and do it anyway, which is, you know, an amazing thing to me uh, how many people here have done it and then getting rock stars who also, most of them being atheists, and they don't really believe there's a, you know, there's a, a real devil and they, they don't really believe this because if they believed how horrible it really is, they really, really, really wouldn't participate, right? If they understood about the, you know, totalitarianism and cannibalism and, and bloodletting and trying to kill everyone with the with a, with a bioweapons and, you know, all the plans of the wicked. Do you think they would go along? Most of these people are, you know, fairly, you know, they're troubled, but they tend to blame the unvaccinated or they blame people that are not conforming. So here's rebellious rock and roll. But in the minds of the Foo Fighters, let's say, and Dave Grohl, who is kind of a, a failed rebel, let's say, he's really a conformist. He, here he is saying, hey, come on in, the water's fine. Anybody who conforms will give you a free concert. You get to come to the concert, you unvaccinated, you free thinkers, you people that like the concert, you people that, that uh, you know, are with the Lord, all you kind of people, you stay out. We've got it figured out. And you know the guy doesn't have it figured out. Right? They're just pushing they're pushing commercials at you. They want you to buy their C D or their download their songs. They want you to follow their streams. You know, they 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 don't have it. They, that's to them, that's God. They say, You don't know me, you don't talk for me. Oh yes, I I do know enough. All I had to see was you pushing the jab out there and saying, Don't come to the concert unless you're jabbed. That's all I had to see to know to know how far down the rabbit hole you are. And there's no way you can deny it. There's no way that you can defend it. There's no way you can say, well, my character is better than that. No, your character is what you do. And what you did is you said, no one vaccinated at the concert. Boom, that's your character. What you did, what you do is your character, not what you say about yourself. So you have, and, and you know, don't want to pick on them. I mean, they're just the obvious ones. But there's a bunch of other bands and acts and comedy acts and everything. They don't want you to be at their, you know, that's not Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan's a great guy. And he, he'll do his Madison Square Garden and he'll have no restrictions or he won't do it. Eric Clapton uh, just did a concert in Austin. No restrictions or he won't do it. That is a good guy. That There's a guy that's, you know, of, of conscience. There's a guy who who's done something good, and that speaks to their character. And they, they, you know, we acknowledge them. I, I like to acknowledge them you know, even more than, than the bad guys. But the, I don't think the bad guys know all the way up the ladder what's going on, like with Klaus Schwab and the secret societies and the, the tool society and the, you know, the, the Golden Dawn and the you know, Aleister Crowley. I, I, they all read the Aleister Crowley books. They, th they think they're great. But they don't know. They just know that the power that made them rock stars comes from that place. So they sow to it. Right? And then they're used as influencers. 
What's the purpose of the Foo Fighters? It may not be music. It may be being an influencer. Right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with their music. I, I don't see I don't see a need to criticize. It's fine. It's not inspired like Kurt Cobain was, but it's fine. <laughs> you know, people think that if you disagree, you just hate everything. No, you don't. No, no hate here. I, I, I don't agree with cannibalism. I don't agree with uh, child murder. I don't agree with the human trafficking at the border. And anyone can see those kids are all being trafficked, all of them. And for them to then go do like a concert at the White House or something when that's going on, uh, oh my God. And then for them not to think it has anything to do with pedophilia or human trafficking or snuff films or, you know, you know, child porn or any of that stuff, for them to then think that, that it's got nothing to do with that makes them the height of stupidity. And if they do know there's something going on, if they do know there's a connection, it makes them completely, totally evil, Which, in which case then eventually one would understand there's no more need for music or any endeavor that leads to any kind of stardom because there is no real stardom. All there is is degradation. All there is is vanity. All there is is a sewer. That's it. You know, you can polish off your cankered little, you know, gold-plated, you know, star that, you know, that you, you say, look, I earned a star, mama. I'm somebody now. Yeah, but being, a, being somebody in the sewer is uh, still the sewer. Doesn't count. Vanity is never going to count in this world. In fact, people that are less conscious of themselves and their achievements are actually happier and actually achieve more because they don't reflect on it. They just do the next thing. I just want to do what God wants me to do. You just got to put God first. Got to put God first, and how do I know I'm putting him first? Well, you know, one clue is get back into the word. You know what I mean? If if you've been away from the word, there's so much wisdom in there that uh, there's a lot of stuff that's not literally wisdom, but the Holy Spirit will pop that wisdom out at you if you give the effort. You know, it's nice to have the Bible to, to pray the scriptures too. you know, to get started and looking at scripture, praying, and just trying to, like, you know, keep God in mind first. Because, you know, then there's true joy. You know, then there's the joy of, you know, of understanding not being mad about the persecution, not being mad about the way you've been treated. You know, not being mad knowing that you've, you know, you've escaped this world, that you've you've seen through it, you've... You understand it's but an illusion. And you've been given a new life. You've been, you have truly been born again, but not of the earth, but of all eternity and all things. You're virtually in, every, you're in all places at once. Even though you're a single being here, 
you are now really totally one with everything because you are what I would call I am as I am. And we're all just connected in that way. That's the true connection. And many times when I think about somebody, they call and, you know, there is that, that mind that is kind of like a little bit of uh, uh, what you might call clairvoyance and all that. That kind of goes without saying. Prophetic word is clairvoyance. It's, you know, you being tuned into something outside yourself that comes in. The churches downplay all that, prophecy, clairvoyance, uh, that kind of connectivity, because they want to control you. So they want to tell you that anything that you hear outside of their approval is demonic. So stop it. So they will cause you to become stupid there too, to atrophy. It's really not stupidity, just raw stupidity. It's atrophication. That is, if you don't use a muscle, it, it gets weak. That's what it really is. If you don't use uh, discernment, then your discernment gets weak. If you don't use your intelligence, which God gave us for a reason, uh, then you, you, you pretty much you, you, you start believing anything and you believe a lie. I don't believe anything. I believe, you know, very specific things. But as it, you know, but I also watch things, how they change and how people believed one thing one day and then another day they believe something else or, you know, with the truth, it never changes. The story stays the same. So if you're believing something that keeps shifting, you know, like, like, you know, there are things out there that keep shifting, you can't possibly be serious about that. Once it shifts, it, you know, it's blown its credibility. So, well, you know, man shifts. Yeah, well, we sh we all shift. Uh, but, you know, the basic story stays the same, but we may, you know, have details that shift or you learn new things and that shifts. And as you get sharper, that shifts. But always with this idea of, of, of putting God first and, and having God lead us in and in understanding his ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. And, uh, you know, we can't know his ways. We can't know his thoughts. We can't know his plan even because it's incomprehensible to us. It's, it, it just comes down to faith and trust and knowing that, and how do you, do you have faith? Are you worried? Yes. Well, then you have no faith. Are you afraid? Yes. I have no, lately I've been more worried and afraid than, than I should be. I must repent. I've been more worried and afraid, a little bit afflicted. But then again, I've also taken some hits. Well, you know, uh, if you are, you know, walking around as a maverick out there, not, you know, in, in Christ, not following them. You know, there are sorcerers, witches, you know. Look how many witches there are. There's just, you know, every day, you know, girls 13, 14 years old putting hexes on Donald Trump to die. Just think, they're all around you. There's millions of these witches. And they all want to get involved in witchcraft these days because they think they can fly. They have supernatural powers. Well, they'll turn it on you if they see you outside the herd, right? They're supposed to keep the herd together. Why? Because Satan wants to steal as many souls as possible before death. So sure of themselves they were that during Richard Warbrandt's uh, time in prison, they would give them abominations for communion to see who would renounce because they wanted souls. The hardcore Marxist who claim to be atheist really do believe in God. They are not atheist, and they want the souls, which means they want people to renounce Christ. Then they want to 
immediately kill them before they can actually repent again, to catch them in that, that moment of renunciation. Richard Wormbrand exp- explained that perfectly. If they can get you at a moment of God-hating and God-renunciation, in that moment they will try to kill you. But if you suffer through their, their abominations and their horrible things they do to you, and you don't renounce. You may lose your life anyway, but I mean, you know, the thing is, they lose. Because their entire purpose, they have no other purpose. They don't win on their own. The only way they win is to get your soul. To get you to renounce your soul, your, you know, like, you know, to be like Jim Morrison. Cancel my subscription to the resurrection. Boom, the guy is dead. You don't think there was a plot like that out for old Jimmy boy? You think he's above the rest of us because he was a rock star? Got news for you. Nobody's above anybody. You know, if you're working for them, then you're stalking the lambs. If you're working for God, you're doing the, the godly works, you're spreading the gospel in some way, shape, or form. I'm telling you folks that Jesus has been, doesn't mean no persecution, doesn't mean no suffering. All the apostles were, were killed in, in, you know, some beheaded, you know, crucified, uh, you, you know, uh, all kinds of, you know, ways, right? And of course, you know, masses of Christians thrown to the lion's burnt at the stake, you know, and terrible things have happened to those who are different, those who don't conform. Conformity is Satanism. It's acknowledging Satanism exists without saying Satan exists. It means you're signaling that you're going to obey, you're going to play ball with the powers that be, no matter who they are. But the thing is, unfortunately for most people, those powers that be are always the same powers. They never change. It's the same. And if you don't comply, then they, they'll come after you, try to ruin everything you're doing. If, if you truly have the unction of the Lord, though, uh, what the Lord has established, no man can take away. If God is for us, who can be against us? If God says, go be, I know people that are, in, you know, succeeding in the arts, succeeding in as singers, succeeding as musicians and various things where they say the arts is owned by Satan. No, if God gives unction, then God gives unction. People working in, uh, you know, as inventors and, you know, entrepreneurs and things succeeding. I know plenty of those. Because we put God first, God gives up. If God says, no, don't do that, then you don't do it. But if he says, go do that, go go sell, uh, you, you know, organic vegetables or something. Well, then by Jove, go do that because God has given you unction and favor. And now no matter how much they try to come against you or say something or create rumors because they're, they're a marketplace, you know, out there with all the others. No, God will make a, a seat for you in the, in the midst of your enemies. He'll make a table for you amongst your enemies, Psalm 23. Okay, so... Knowing that, 
knowing God has given you talents and you want to express them, God will use them. They'll use you to use them. But you got to go to him first because otherwise the other side going to kick your ass. And God will allow it because he's going to try to humble you and get you back you know, in the fold, which is basically, Lord, should I do this? Should I do that? Because, I mean, the Lord knows what the future holds. And he knows when people are going the wrong way. And so it's like, do you really care whether it's what it is? Aren't you kind of to the point where however God would use you, you want to be used? I'll tell you, if it's any kind of entrepreneurial thing or business thing these days, you have to be willing almost to go broke before you'll see something because, you know, look at what's happened with the restaurant industry and other industries. I mean, just terrible things have happened to people. That meant nobody any harm, but, I mean, they've gone into, you know, having to do GoFundMe accounts and just to keep the doors open, they're wondering if they're ever going to be able to make it. At times like that's when you really need to seek the Lord. That's where the Lord can, can guide and comfort his people. And, and he loves to be cut in on what's going on. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking all the times I suffered without reaching out to him and saying, God, here I am again. Sometimes it's like, gosh, every night I'm suffering just because of humanity. You know, I'm suffering because of that. And I'm saying, Lord, if you're there all the time, you know, he'll, he'll, show up in some way, I'll, I'll wake up after several hours of a good sleep and I'll say, you comforted me last night. I, I got a, a great sleep. Thank you, Lord. Because I was all troubled when I went to bed. And I was troubled lying there and I couldn't sleep. And then I asked the Lord to help me. Next thing I know, it's like 6 a.m. Thank you, Lord. I forget. And then I know the worst thing is forgetting all about the fact that you reached out and God was there. And I'm so troubled, Lord. Can you help me understand the issue? Can you help me understand the attacks? What for? What did I do? It's not what you did. It's what I did. It's who I am. It's not about you, Zeph. It's not about what you think about a thing either. It's about what I do. And can you become sensitive to what I'm doing and my leading? And I go, yeah, I guess it's time for another humbling. <laughs> Which is sure to come if you get any kind of arrogant thing about following God. You know, like you're doing, yeah, I'm a big guy now. I'm You know what I mean? If you get going with, oh, don't. I mean, there are people where we're programmed to succeed. So there are people who get Christ, or they start competing to see who has the most prophetic voice, who has the most to, to contribute, you know, who could be the top guy in the kingdom. It's like, no, he's going to have to break you. He has to break us all of that kind of thinking. You know, knowing that we're unrighteous, knowing that our best deeds fall short of acceptability within the kingdom of God, knowing that we're just unfit, and, and yet the, the Lord has given us these gifts that he could use, that he wants to use, but he can't use it if our egos get in the way. If it's about us, if it's about my achievement, 
I'm going to go feed the poor and I'm going to go feed them God. I'm going to preach the gospel. I'm going to go all over the world with the, with the Bible and get Bible drives. And, and it's like, no, I didn't call you for that. I called you for this over here. And that person may have a big problem. Haven't I been humble? Putting you first out there and all this. Yeah, but who, who who wanted you to go on this big crusade? You know, that wasn't your calling. So sometimes we feel we are called to things that are godly, that is, are not necessarily God calling us. Well, I, I you know, that kind of thing's really tough. And, and uh, I feel a little bit like, you know, the way I feel in a way right now is like, you know, I could be better. I know I'm on the path, he said, for me, because I have no ambition. I, I don't really have a... I should. I, I see guys my age with ambitions, and I'm I'm, I'm jealous. Not jealous to the point where I want to anything they have or even copy them. I just have a pang of jealousy. Because I love to see... Well, I also love it, too. I love to see people who are, you know, excited about a thing, you know, that don't lose that enthusiasm for something. Anyway, regardless uh, of the, the vaccinated are the threat to society, according to... to you know, many mainline doctors, you know, researchers. And uh, they, they, the, the powers that be that are pushing the vaccines know this. And so my prediction is that they keep pushing the vaccines and then, and then illicit, and then falsely, absurdly attacking the unvaccinated who did nothing wrong. This is the most cruel system ever in the history of all things and if anyone thinks the united states is a great place it is the most perverted fucked up place on earth and it's not the place where anybody could come here and make a go of it they don't want that they're putting all these you know millions and millions of immigrants bringing them in they have to vote they want a one-party system that's mainly democrat but really communist and uh, they don't want Republicans and Democrats anymore. They don't want any, you know, just like the Gavin Newsom thing. They, they're going to, every election now is theirs. You don't understand. It doesn't matter if people scream. They're going to rig every single election from now on. So it doesn't matter what you think about the midterms. They're going to take it. Because people have still not stopped them, as they were supposed to do, at the midterms of 2018. So now... It's all the way, total communism, total globalism, and they're going to win every election. That's, that's, you know, They're going to keep the House and the Senate and the President and eventually get rid of the, the other party. They might call it Democratic Socialist Party or, or whatever, but eventually it's going to be like the Chinese Communist Party is what they, they're emulating right now. Nancy Pelosi is openly pushing communism now, saying the system doesn't work and and just 
two days ago said that we, we cannot go by that system anymore. We have to have communism, she's saying. Right, because there's the, the people can't feed, they can't pay their bills. So Biden said it first. They can't pay their bills, they can't afford gas. She's just saying it. All of it is an excuse to flip the system into total, I mean, now you're talking genocidal communism. There is no such thing as communism that is not genocidal. All communism involves murder. All involves Satan. All. Top communists are all worshiping Satanists. All. Never been different. And never will be different. Because communism is born from Satanism. It's not a political or moral philosophy of Karl Marx. It goes back to basically dictators and slaves, feudalism and serfdom. That's all it is. That's all it ever was. That's all the world ever has been until this experiment called America. But now Americans are too weak to defend it and have gone down the tubes. So now we're sitting here hoping for something to come along. I'll tell you, the only thing we can really do, folks, as a people, is just go full, full on into the Lord God Almighty. Now, they may kill you for that, but they're going to kill you anyway. So, you know, I, I, I don't know how much longer we have here. I don't know if we're going to live. Probably not. Um, you know, I mean, what, what am I going to do? Live long? I don't need to live longer. They go ahead and. You know, maybe they'll have euthanasia centers. So they force you in that. Maybe they'll give you a nice death, but usually it's always a horrid death. You know, shot out back, frozen to death, starved to death. I mean, they have a rich history of torturing people before death because they want them to renounce, to feel that God's abandoned them. That's why they do that. According to Richard Werbrandt, who's the, the wisest out there. He's not with us anymore, but I mean, he was one of the great wise voices that, that could give some insight today into the heart of, of, you know, how communists treat Christians and why they treat them that way. Because they are obeying a God that, you know, they know that God exists, that at least the leaders do. And they want to take that soul away from the Lord. And that's really, I'm telling you, I know that sounds really almost childish, but that's you know, 99% of their motivation. They don't have any other motivation. They're, they're, they're um, I mean, maybe to go to the stars, whatever that means to them, you know, to be in this 3D world, but it's God's world. It's God's planets. It's God's everything. I mean, where are they going to go? They'll never be free knowing it doesn't, Satan doesn't own it. God does. So they're, they're stuck. They've already lost, or I say they lose, they lose. But I mean, you know, if you die, you go home. So what's the big deal? I mean, the, the, those who are afraid of death are, are really going to suffer terribly. You know, death may come, but you just, you, you've really got to get this worked out with God. There are worse things than death, folks. You know, dishonor in the world, well, they'll do that to you. But dishonor with God, that you'll never live down.
Think about it. Dishonor with God is eternal. Dishonor with man is only temporary. Who cares? All the plaques and all the statues and all the things, the accolades people have earned over the years, you know, are going to be swept away. But your position in Christ with the Godhead, with the creator of all things, is eternal and forever. Shouldn't then we give everything to that? Shouldn't we put all our eggs in that basket? Again, with me, I was starting to have, you know, panic attacks and flashbacks, and I started to remember again in, you know, the late 90s that I seemed to go into denial for another decade. You know, I had a glimpse of reality that I was back in my, you know, my programming all the way through 1999 and, uh, you know, thinking that there's no such thing as really Satanism and thinking that it's just a sporadic thing. You know what I mean? The way they program me to be, you know, and then that rude awakening where, you know, drug, whatever, this drug bender and, 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 you know, and, and drinking thing and I was not working. I did write a script for producer Mike called The Innkeeper's Daughter. I remember that. Pretty good script. So I was kind of useful. I mean, but I've really fallen... I was supposed to be making movies and directing and different things. And I, and I fell from all that into despair and drugs because I just felt like I, I couldn't do it. And, you know, something was bothering me. And as it turned out, uh, all that crisis brought me head to head with the truth. And I hit bottom and reached out to God. And then God informed me about everything. And accepted Jesus Christ as Lord. But I didn't accept Jesus. Jesus is Lord. You know, he's, he's Jesus is king. I didn't accept that. I just acknowledged something that already existed. It's not up to me whether he's king or not. He's king. God has a certain thing with us in history, and it's coming to a close now. You know, not, a, not an immediate close, because I said, you know, this is not exactly... Satan's time right now, but over over the next, you know, decade or two, could that, yeah, that could easily be Satan's time, you know? There could be like a respite here, and then it comes, you know, then it all of a sudden it becomes very clear. You know, again, some people are saying there's a double deception, a fake rapture, then Satan, then Satan cleans up. I'm, I'm you know, these theories people have, I, they don't mean a lot to me. I, they're just theories. I get an intuitive feeling about what's happening. You know what I mean? And it's 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 like I, I see some kind of cause for hope in a way, but I also see uh, I see great stupidity across the land. This isn't stupidity again. That's organic. This is a curse. This may be a curse of God on humanity, who has rejected the truth. I don't know. You know, I know God does. You know, he, he there's a carrot and there's a stick. I mean, there is the wrath of God. You know, you start tampering with the genome of a people, and that hand of God, it's going to be there. Uh, right now, I'd say that Soros and Gates and all those guys and Schwab and the rest of them, all the Nazis, to me, it looks like 
you know, they've overplayed their hand and God's getting ready to smack the crap out of them. You know, but well, let's see. I, I, you know, they're, they're salivating to get their, you know, New World Order. But the New World Order is basically on the blood of the saints and you know, the lambs. The blood of the lambs is the New World Order. There's no building. There's no, you know what I mean? The smart cities, the, the Walmart city is just a prison camp. All of them are. <laughs> just, you know, most people's houses have become prison camps. Shout out to Australia. I like what I'm seeing on the video, but guys, those police, their weapons are literally dangling for anyone to grab. Can't you guys do something? You're already not being peaceful. Even if you just grab a billy club, I mean, you know, at least you got a club, right? I see so many of you being unarmed and being pushed to the street and pepper and sprayed in your face and your kids beat up and everything, and it's like, you know, you, you guys, you do have trees, right? So you have clubs. You've got, you know, you, you're not uh, helpless, guys. You know, I mean, the idea of, of, you know, running around and you know getting yourself injured because you're not armed in some way, you have to start with the clubs and the sticks and things. And work your way up to uh, where the armory is, you know, and then eventually, you know, lock up the government and put her on, you know, some kind of trial for Nuremberg trial while you install a new government. That's what you need to do is install a new government. The communist socialist government will always try to overthrow your freedom and country. You need to get rid of them. There is no way that you should allow an election of a communist into any kind of power because they will overthrow your country. Why can't people... I'm sorry to yell, but boy, oh boy. Why can't people understand that? A communist is already a traitor and already guilty of sedition. They meet in secret cells and they plan to overthrow the country. They do it with the immigration economy and everything, overwhelm the whole system, then say, here is your solution, slaves. Meanwhile, they kill any opposition, and then they sit there and drive you to squalor while they live in palaces. Do you understand, people? Now, so my advice is to the Australians to get to the, you know, start getting, you know, don't just become victims of of their, you know, of their weapons. You have every capability and right to take your government back. You, uh, The socialist communists in government are not your government. They are traitors. They're there to overthrow your country and you and your children and forever. We have tried to explain this. America should have never tolerated communists getting into office. It should have already been a law. In other words, yeah, you're free, but you can't be for overthrowing the United States and serve in government. Because that's an oxymoron. That's sedition. So that shouldn't be allowed. It's very simple. God dang, it's so simple. My God.
God, people are so fucking stupid. Help me, God, help me. I'm so stupid. I walk down the street, I swear to God, I'm, I'm going to see people cutting their arms and legs off because they've got a pain there. You know, I'm, I'm almost to the point where I can see the seething stupidity coming out with their kids and, you know, taking a kid, you know, cutting his head off and people dismembering each other because they don't like the the, 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 the the look of it. You know, just, you know, that the zombie behavior. I know I'm just fantasizing right now, but I'm saying it, it almost seems like that. The dysfunctionality of people. So ugly, so ugly. Good for nothing. Useless eaters. Disgusting. As they virtue signal each other. I got the job. <laughs> I get to go to the concert. <laughs> Dude, you just killed yourself. <laughs> Shut up, Trump supporter. I'm not a Trump supporter. Well, you might as well be. You racist. So that's all by the calming playbook, right? All that kind of like racist, this, that, all those things. That's all about overthrowing the country, that kind of rhetoric. You should never, ever, 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 ever let a communist be in government. What the hell's the matter with... We have one right here, MLG. Big-time communist, fascist. Big-time totalitarian bitch. Oh, boy. Hates all humans. So she she stops at no one. I remember we were driving back from uh, South Dakota and, and Wyoming, back down through Colorado. The first thing that happens after we get past the Breton Pass in New Mexico, the, the signs are up, you know, all the way down the friggin' highway for MLG. Be sure to quarantine if you're coming in from out of town for 14 days. Middle finger to the sign. Middle finger to all these assholes. You know the worst people in New Mexico? The totally corrupt, 100% lying Department of Health. That bitch could have never pulled this shit off without their complete cooperation. You know, backing her up with uh, no science whatsoever. Not in this state. If you want to go by science at all, then you would take what the, the CDC said originally. The masks don't help. None of that stuff helps. Social distancing, the joke, none of that. And you would go by what they said about the the uh, you know the the uh, mRNA uh, gene therapy treatment that is not reliable. You would understand that the human being having a 99.9% chance of surviving, you know, a coronavirus, which is like a cold unless it becomes, you know, a pneumonia, which can happen to people based on their immune system, which they need help and all that. But, they, you know, they like around here, you can't just go to the pharmacy and get like ivermectin and hydro. They, they, they don't, you know, it's a blue state. They don't have that stuff available with everybody. And if you go along with science, the top virologists in the world will tell you that the vaccinated are contagious. And it's because of the vaccine that they have uh, that they're in the hospital. 
around here, people say the, all, all the people in the hospital are unvaccinated, which is a lie. And they also say that the unvaccinated are causing the vaccinated to get sick. Which means if you translate that into logic, which they can't do because they're too stupid, they can't even tie their shoelaces anymore, they truly are becoming zombies here. They are becoming like feral, you know, all they need to be is become feral and then, and they will be literally the walking dead. They will literally be that. Anyway, I know people don't believe me. Then, then you don't believe common sense. If you don't believe me, you don't believe common sense and you don't believe science. All you are is a political, you know, hack, traitor, whatever, that wants to see the United States overthrown. And a lot of people here in this state just want to watch Netflix and get a paycheck. And your day is coming. Your day. Well, you'll see how evil they really are. You don't have any any worry for me. I'm not going to do anything. I'd prefer that you wake up. I'm the one that's encouraging you. I'm the one confronting you. You're the real danger for you are the people that you're abiding by, or rather that you're obeying. We are no threat to you, the, the people who are awake. We're simply saying, get out of your stupor, wake up, and you know, start pushing back against lies, against lack of science, against lack of logic, against lack of, 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 of goodwill toward your children against, you know, totalitarianism, against authoritarianism, against fascism, true fascism, true Nazism, true communism, which comes from the establishment, not from, you know, the wherever the Trump supporters are now. I don't support Trump because, I mean, he, he was the one that created these vaccines. And he still pushes them. So that's not, I would not vote for him. No, not for that. I wouldn't vote. I, I just, I, I, the idea of voting now is absurd. Completely absurd. There's no country here to vote in. So I'm just, you know, I don't think my words are going to make any difference. I'm just venting my frustrations. The other side, I got to hand it to him. They are very good at deception, and they're very good at getting people to kill themselves. Right, come into the hospital, then they get ventilated, boom. $53,000 per cadaver. And yes, the doctors are murdering the patients, and they're outright murderers, and, and nobody, you know what I mean? They, get, they not only get away with it, they get rewarded for it. Fuck. Hundred and fifty grand per uh, fetus. <laughs> That's some good money there. You're literally witnessing hell on earth, especially if you're in a blue state. You know, downtown Portland has been turned into like total squalor, a complete, utter homeless camp. You know, it's going to be just like the most tawdry, disgusting place on earth. You know, that's a, you know, run by this sort of fascist dictator. And and Seattle, you know, and you're going to see these. You're going to see it's all going to come. Matt Damon and, and Elysium. Check out the living conditions of the, of the people on Earth compared to the elites. 
Yeah. Notice how there are no cities anymore. It's just all degradation. Look at uh, Mad Max. Look at any of it. Their, their utopia is squalor. You know, feces laid, laid in streets. Needles everywhere. You know, free drugs for everybody. You know, atrophy. You know, stack up the, the bodies that OD on fentanyl. Fentanyl is a big program. The American politicians are silent because the Chinese are importing it. The cartels give the politicians the most money. So the politicians let the fentanyl come in while we're worrying about the immigration. Fentanyl's coming in and killing like hundreds of thousands of people. Nobody bats an eye. All by the Chinese who feel like in some way they're getting even for the opium wars that the Brits waged against them. Remember that? No. Well, look it up. The only reason I say do you remember that is because that if you look into history a little bit, you'll see the motivations for why people are doing what they're doing. They want a one-state, top-down, single-party, you know, global communist party, global credit score, squalor, though, you know, run down everything. Basically, everything turned into a, into a project. I saw two amazing movies, and I don't remember the titles, so I'm so sorry. One's a Spanish movie from Spain about... Um, moving some prisoners from point A to point B, and what happens? A, A plus. The next one is a French movie about um, cops in the projects in Marseille uh, trying to, to keep the drugs down, trying to uh, interdict on drugs, and trying to find out where the stash is, and going up against all these guys that basically, if they go into the project, they could get killed because there's hundreds of those guys, all unemployed, total squalor, complete USC poverty, Take a look at this movie. It's, it's, it's more impoverished than India. Go ahead and take a look. Anyway, as far as the movie goes, um, you know, both were, you know, much, just like the Mads Mickelson one, much higher quality than the United States. So when I watch films now, there's three in a row I've seen, one Danish, one Spanish and one French, all three of which are completely superior to anything the U.S. has to offer. And by a factor of maybe double. I kid you not. The, the, the movie, the uh, Marseille movie, was completely flawless and also gives you a real eye-opening as to what kind of squalor you can expect to see here very shortly. Well, if you want to see, you know, real socialism and communism at work, take a look at the at, at Marseille, at the projects of Marseille, the culture, the drugs, the people, and they have no solution. In fact, when it gets like that again, the communists will say, well, you know, job well done. You think they complain about Venezuela? No, they love Venezuela. They love what they've done there. People living in shacks, falling apart, they love it. They get blown away in a hurricane, let them sleep in the street. Let them starve to death for that matter. And oh yeah, 
as far as human trafficking is concerned, when you get to that level of the projects, you know, you know, you have your way with anyone, babies, adults, children, anything goes. Anything and everything goes. Everything is legal. There is no policing. There is no interdiction. There is no help. It's just hell on earth. Pure hell where death looks like a better option than life. And the same thing's happening to Violent and John in Pakistan. They need help. I keep saying they need help. $5, whatever. They need help. Because the Taliban, they're literally killing now people in the streets, you know, over and over. You know. So now it's not just feeding people because of the lockdown, but now it's people getting killed. Thanks to Joe Biden murdering Pakistan's daily. You know, I know it's indirect. It's not a direct one-to-one thing, but it's a Joe Biden caused it. You think Biden's ashamed of all the people he got killed in, in uh, Afghanistan and Pakistan? He's proud of it. He's proud. You think he's upset about the fact that people boo him? He's proud. Think he's upset about the debacle at the border and all that millions of people coming across and destroying your country? Oh, they will bring you squalor too. He's proud of it. He accomplished the overthrow of the United States. Okay, so what all of us should do is get up and you know get up and, and, and go against him. But we can't because we're all divided based on political lines, based on the fact that they softened up the battlefield by making us racially upset and uh, economically upset and whatever other differences there are upset with jabs, non-jabs, every single which way they could, the government could divide us, they did. What they're saying privately, I can tell you what I'm hearing is the American people are so stupid, they haven't even seen hell yet. You wait till the next two years what we're going to do to them. Most are going to wish they were dead. And I don't want to see that to you. No, God has something to say about that too. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's just what they're thinking. They're thinking they got away with it. I'm thinking the Lord's going to intervene because there's a big remnant here. And I just would encourage everyone to pray constantly you're not without hope if you can still pray. But my God, why let it slide down to this point? Why? I've been warning all my life about this. And I've had like almost, you know, it, it, you know people that ridicule me, uh, oh, that'll never happen. Then it happens and then they disappear. You know what I hate about the liars out there that, that mischaracterize me and they say things? about things I've done or things I've produced or they, they, they lie and lie and lie and lie and lie. When it turns out that I'm right or it turns out to be true, something I said, they don't come back and apologize. It was all about character assassination. They don't care what's true or not. They just want to go around being violent. And of course, the human tongue is like the worst that you can do. My, I'm using my tongue, at least for truth. I'm just trying to speak truth. I would like not to keep going this direction, okay? 
which I said back in 2002. I said back in, you know, look at the Bush family, 9-11, and I don't want to keep going down that way. No, TSA, stop it now. But the people here in this country kept steadily marching toward this degradation every year since 9-11 happened. Every year they got worse and worse and worse and stupider and stupider. Till now they welcome the next wave of poverty and degradation and hell on earth. They welcome the ugliness. They love to blame somebody. One, a political foe, let's say, for the, for the tents on the under the underpasses in San Diego or something. It's all, you know, Trump supporters' fault that they're there. We would have helped, you know, that kind of thing. That's how you take the next step to more degradation and more. And every time you say something like that, you're going to go further into degradation. The media should have been curtailed a long time ago. There's no free media. They're they're all all bought and paid for. There should only be a free media. There should, you know, right? There should not be communists in the media. Because all they're going to do is try to trip people up, gaslight them, and try to get them to destroy themselves. Therefore, they shouldn't be, period. Okay. I'm running out of steam. Kind of makes you long for the days of the golden calf, doesn't it? Well, Moses knew what to do. You know, what What? what do you do with people? They won't cooperate. They only want to die. You know that. I'd say most kids want to die. You know, they used to want to live. Now they want to die. That's the... Well, look... Let's assess a little bit of the damage so far. America is now mentally ill from the lockdowns and from the way they were treated. Most people in, around here in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and New Mexico in general, unless they are you know, pro-Constitution, you know, pro-liberty, whatever, are mentally ill. When I say that, what I mean is psychotic. They are deluded into psychotic fantasies. In other words, they believe things that are, are, are untrue and unreal. They don't, they don't trust science. They don't believe science. They are the, 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 you know, they've become, again, mentally ill, meaning psychotic, paranoid. You know, uh, I don't think they're hearing voices yet, i.e. like schizophrenia. But definitely they become um, psychotic in the sense of uh, being completely delusional and somehow thinking that if they comply with everything they're being told, as the degradation mounts and as the ugliness mounts, they see it as being a beautiful future. They, they see it as being lovely and beautiful. And we know it's, what's going on here today is not lovely and beautiful. It's ugly. It's evil. You know, it, Biden generate. You know, Biden and the people of that ilk have caused it all, and yet not one person's being called to the carpet. Even Mark Billy, the big traitor, the Benedict Arnold of of today, 
even after his complete total betrayal of commander-in-chief and breaking of command, he's treated as a hero. So you can expect no justice. You'll never win an election again. I hope you you, you guys that are you know, pro-conservative uh, constitution, you want uh, freedom, libertarians that just want to be left alone, all that, never again will you win unless changes are made. You going to make them? What, are you going to go in there with a couple of guns? <laughs> that worked great in Michigan, right? You see those guys were armed and... Uh, Right, the feds and uh, who are pretending to be like Trump supporters, right? They're ready to start shooting people. <laughs> we told you so, over and over. <laughs> should we tell you? We should have like a website. I told you so. dot com, and just put the instructions on how to live every day. Here are your instructions. Don't go to where they're having false flag rallies. Exclamation point. Do not participate in, you know, Nancy Pelosi's false flag. Exclamation point. You know, be without blame in society to the extent that you can. You know, put God first every day. That should be number one, of course. Lead your lives accordingly. You know, clean up your sin act. You know, clean up, you know, yourselves if you can't clean up the society around you. You know, just instructions for everyday life to make life better. Well, if I've got to go into this thing, I'm going to have to immerse myself in so much God, and God so strong that I truly become a sacrifice. You know, I'm just there to help. I'm just there to, to help and to help people to see the light and just to see that, you know, being conquered is, you know, not a virtue worth signaling about being destroyed is not a virtue worth signaling about um, living with no morals only makes you a blight toward other people and give pain to other people not something to virtue signal about right please tell that to the 20 somethings not enough I'm not going to do that kind of talk anymore because, oh, I see. The reason why, I'm fixing my mic right now, folks. Trish, yeah. look, fixed. The mic is fixed. Okay, so that, you know, and you guys all could easily have all been Speaking the same thing I'm speaking, and I, you know, I, I think we all speak with one voice around here, around the Zeph report, because we're not really being listened to by the public, because the public, uh, 
to be frank, the public doesn't want to believe that it made a mistake with, you know, Fauci. The public doesn't want to believe it made a mistake with taking the jab. The public doesn't want to admit it did anything wrong. And we've taken semi-steps toward, I mean, this is like Aaron Russo on steroids, right? We've taken so many steps toward our own destruction that I, it's hard to believe that I, you know, I, I, here's how I feel. I feel I started in 2002 with the unction of the Lord, you know, trying to get out of LA. I, I'd written a couple of books. I wrote this horrific uh, novel about Hollywood. And I thought, I mean, I knew it was bad because I was out there, I was, you know, prophesying and then things I was prophesying were coming due and then I remember we had Brother Thomas on who was prophesying at the time, remember? I guess Lee of Tennessee still follows him around. I've, I kind of follow him around. But anyway, he's uh, he did his musician thing because he had, you know, he gotten married early, kind of gave up the music and then I think it was like, you know, you know, God gave him a, a, a path to get back into uh, to music, and so he sort of got out of the prophetic. I think he was still doing the, he was still writing his blog, but basically he said this, I, I wish we could go back to 2004 to recount some of those interviews because he laid it out exactly. And he said most of what he was talking about wasn't just a prophetic utterance, it was, it was prophetically led, but it was based on solid research. And that he had been researching it for a long time, the New World Order and what they were really all about. And then he, he, I remember he mentioned the word communism. And people mocked the show for saying that word, that outdated word, and mocked him. Of course, we all get mocked here because of everything we say. They always say it's not true. I have a better theory or whatever then they turn out to be wrong. And then do they apologize, at least to God? Do they go to God and say, Lord, I might have been misleading. I'm sorry. Anyway, he said it, and then it came right, like within a decade, just a little over a decade after he uttered those words, Brother Thomas, that is, It all came due, you know, with the uh, corona. It all came front and center. You know, about 12, 13 years after it was uh, uttered. He was warning, hey, this is what's coming, guys. And he'd write some songs and different things that would reflect his views on that. And he paid the price. Probably his music career was, you know, probably like a lot of our stuff, curtailed because he wasn't politically correct. course you think what a career <laughs> and what I can hear the angels and they're weeping they're not weeping for us today they're weeping for us tomorrow 
I guess that's hard to watch, huh, Angels? And we don't want, you know, we've always been about trying to stave off the evil. And, you know, I guess we've held it back a little bit because they're now, they're in a real hurry now to meet that agenda 2030. Australia, I hit you with a billy club, I break your face, and you hit back with the palm of your hand. <laughs> Yet I'm armed and armored. That's because you guys are polite in Australia. We're polite here too. People have taken over power in Australia and America, UK and EU. They're not polite. They're not willing to give the other guy a chance or willing to live with different views and, you know, in, in some kind of harmony. They're not willing to have different views and yet be tolerant of each other. The most intolerant people in the world are the ones in power now around the world. The most singularly fascist, Nazi, intolerant, bigoted people are the people in power right now. Biggest racists that ever lived right now. Biggest bigots that ever lived right now, except their bigotry is all reversed. They love the wealthy and they hate the poor. Yet the poor give Joe Biden... His edge. Have you ever wondered why they keep voting for people that are killing them? Or taking the poisons that are doled out without questioning? Well, Aldous Huxley figured that out. And all the think tanks figured that out. That all they have to do is torture you and you're going to line up for more. If you're happy... You can't be controlled. But if you're miserable, it's easy. And that's where they're heading. You miserable, them happy. And you never happy again. Ever. Forever. And that was the, the, the theme of 1984. And, you know, Brave New World, all of it. Same theme. Same warning. That's why it's incomprehensible to us. We don't understand. I can understand feeble earth dwellers. You know what I mean? There's always the feeble-minded who, you know, go along to get along because they're not smart enough to figure out they're being duped. They, I, I understand that. But that can't be the whole society. That's a minority. When I say earth dwellers, I mean people that are locked in their five senses. Okay? All right, everybody. I've given my best here. I've Let's do something. Uh... 
Let's just pray. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray for the comfort of everyone listening to this broadcast, that they will be eyes wide open, but comforted in you, Christ Jesus, that they will pray, pray, pray in Jesus' name. They will pray, pray, pray for solution. They'll keep their eyes open and sensitive to Pakistan, to Violet and John, our, our prayer partners, that they need help. I've said it now five or six times uh, that, um, you know, you can help them. Go to their website, see what you can do. Five dollars is fine. Just it's a real mess. Lord, in Jesus' name, please forgive us for not being vigilant. For Forgive us for being complacent. Forgive us for just watching this whole thing happen over a 30, 40-year period. That we, you know, 50-year period, whatever, that we, we just watched it all happen, Lord. We put our faith in you, Father, to guide us and to guide us in prayer, to guide us in healing. All our people need healing and all our people need their eyes open even further. We all need our eyes open, Lord, even more to understand what's happening and the rapidity it's happening. Lord, please raise up your people to be strong and fast. So when the fast changes come in, they're faster, Lord, in Jesus' name, that we stave off the fast changes in Jesus' name, the fast changes that they implement every other day, another fast change that we miss. Lord, let us not miss those anymore. Let us pray those down. Let's Pray for you to take those fast changes and obliterate them. Lord, we hand over the entire Biden administration and everybody that's uh, like-minded, and which is most all everybody in Washington, D.C., we hand them all over to you for adjudication. We hand them over to you that you would fight the battle against them because we can't. We are still very much locked down in a police state. Please, Lord, bust up the police states. Bust it all open. Please make a way for your people to prevail and please soften the hearts of the atheists, the little people that still think there's atheism. Please, Lord, open their eyes to the truth about you and about the world and about the situation, about reality, about the way reality really is rather than their fantasy that they're trying to force everyone to live under. In Jesus' name, I pray, and we love you all, people. Thank you, Lord. We love all of you, including the obstinate. We just don't understand why keep it up when they have a gun to your head. I don't understand that. More compliance with your own... And with that, I'm going to leave you guys. Okay. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, of course, amen. Chesha's right with you guys there. We're all on the same page. Uh, oh, and by all means, keep the fuck Biden up at uh, the stadiums. I mean, that if, if that's all we got uh, of resistance, God bless you guys. We'll take it. If that's all we can muster is a fuck you from college students, uh, and I, the, the word Biden really means the system, right? Uh, you know, because we're under a new system now. I don't even want to leave. I like to do a marathon <laughs> and just start having people on. I, I got to figure a way to turn this into a, like a, a call-in show again, but um, I haven't done that. All right, well, here comes Kelly and Devolution. I'm going to play this one, and I'll see you next time. Love you guys. 
Dum 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 d